gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe, here in this great hall of justice. Superheroes have to be around other superheroes. You know what I mean? That's the Hall of Justice is more about them just commiserating about their powers and less about them like actually fighting crime. Seth Everett is the best there is at what he does, bub. And what he does is the Hall of Justice Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Hall of Justice. This is episode 220. And for this podcast, we bring back a wizard of a guy. Oh, I see what you did there. I've been waiting for that line so long. (laughs) Uh, the great Victor Dandridge has a big announcement, and uh, we've been we've been chomping at the bit to hear what's been going on. <laughs> and where has he been? He hasn't been on the podcast for a couple of weeks. What's been going on? We're so confused. Victor, welcome. First of all, congratulations. Make your goddamn announcement already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so for those that don't know, uh, if it's not public knowledge yet, you guys are getting that insider trading goodness. Uh, I am the editor in chief of the brand new Wizard magazine. Um, again, if you are a fan of this show, if you are old enough to know some of the uh, <laughs> the mini references that we make, Wizard Magazine was a huge, huge publication uh, in the uh, early '90s. That basically was late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was comic book internet before we had the internet. Like that's what Wizard Magazine was. So uh, it's been a, a great journey to uh, work on this. Uh, I've actually completed one issue so far. And uh, hopefully this is out and you guys are reading it already when you hear this. Uh, if so, oh, that's awesome. tell me how much you like it. Uh, is there a link that people can find to get to get it? Uh, if you go to wizardworld.com, uh, if it's out and about, you'll be able to find it. Uh, we'll have some links. <laughs> and if it's not, it'll be on all the bootleg sites. Yeah, basically, basically, I will, <laughs> I will be hawking this uh, in, in every flea market I can find. <laughs> well it, congratulations uh it, it it's massive the two greatest things i remember of wizard magazine were the um let's cast these yes, characters in a movie yes. and they was like can patrick stewart be charles xavier <laughs> oh no who would ever think that, was that, that could work and that was where i read bruce tim when the superman animated series came out right uh bruce tim told wizard magazine that writing superman is really hard yeah and yeah. that stuck with me. And if you remember, like we've reviewed Superman stuff all the time, all the time. And we talk about that, that reference. So I, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'll be a subscriber whatever it is. I, I'm going to read this magazine Yes. and uh, you'll be on the podcast a lot less, but I hope you'll stick around and tell us updates and things like I'll pop that. in every now and again, every, every yeah, now and yeah, then. Yeah. And um, normally on the podcast, we do not uh, review TV shows midstream, right? You know, for Mandalorian, for the boys, for Daredevil, Jessica Jones. I'm trying to think of what other shows we've always waited till the end of the thing, mm-hmm. the end of a season to finally go through and re- and reveal. Mm-hmm. This is more about the state of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And, you know, th- th- that's what this is more about. Mm-hmm. We are through episode five of WandaVision. And WandaVision, we're going to come back and review WandaVision when it's all over. 
God knows where it's going to end, and that's going to be in a couple of weeks. But spoilers, and you know, what's this podcast without spoilers? There's a big reveal at the end of episode five mm-hmm. as Wanda brings in her brother Quicksilver yes. into the fold, but it's not the guy who was killed in Age of Ultron. That is correct. It's the Quicksilver that was from the X-Men movies Yes, that Victor and I have talked about for yes. years. We've talked about these X-Men movies, and it makes you wonder... Are the universes colliding? Are we seeing the X-Men? What does this... It raises more questions than answers. <laughs> and if there's nothing this podcast is, it's not, let's let's have fun with the speculation because how the hell is Chris Pine in Wonder Woman 1984? Oh, my God. That one laid an egg. <laughs> let's see what this one does. <laughs> the question we asked for almost three years and we get the answer and go, oh, what? okay. I uh, guess that's, that's well, an answer. That's- that's an answer. It's an answer. You um, what? You man. And, you know, we're giving all this credit to Marvel, but I think Elizabeth Olsen might have actually been the, the mastermind facts. behind this whole thing. Like, you think that Wanda's the mastermind. Elizabeth Olsen, <laughs> listen to this interview that she did promoting Age of Ultron back in 2014. Listen to mm. this. My favorite is House of M, but that would never happen. But um, never say never in this. I mean, if she could, if she world. could have two fake babies and everyone tell her that they don't really exist, Phantom. and then her just go nuts, that would be unbelievable. But I don't think they're gonna do that. <laughs> it might be a little too dark <laughs> for the Marvel universe. When she loses her mind, it's my favorite thing in the comic. This is what I'm talking about. This is the layers of great storytelling. When you throw something out there, I, holy moly! Like she says it, and may, she says Kevin it. Feige's like. But that's the thing. Okay, but like, here's the thing. Like, is is her saying that? In the caveat that she gives that it's too dark. Is this the beginnings of thinking? Okay, Disney Plus is a thing that we know is coming, and this is but a not place. in 2014. I mean, I don't know how far back they went. I have no, no idea. That's from, like, that's from Age of Ultron. 2014. Disney Plus is not a thing. You don't what think I they think, had a conversation about it? No. What I think happened Man. is when when Disney Plus gets greenlit. Yeah. And they have to come up with stuff. This is when they go back. I and think go, Kevin Feige goes. Remember House that time you said that thing? Remember House that time? of M. House of M. And 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 Elizabeth Olsen's like, fuck yeah. Uh, House of M. <laughs> language, language. <laughs> <laughs> this one, I mean, because we we've speculated on how in the world they would introduce the X Men franchise for so long, and this as an answer is probably one of the best things that I've ever seen. First and foremost, like. Shout out to Aaron Johnson, who played Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. He was awesome. I definitely enjoyed him. Um, I did find it funny, of course, that, um, you know, in a very short time, uh, I think 2014, uh, 2015, Aaron Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen had two movies together. Uh, Age of Ultron, obviously, 2015, their hus- or their brother and sister. But in Godzilla, uh, which came out in 2014, their husband and wife. That's got to be a little, <laughs> little weird, you know, whatever. But... Um, I enjoyed him. Like, I really did. I thought he was a great Quicksilver. Um, but in the X-Men franchise, uh, Evan Peters to play... Uh, show. Like, he, he killed it. He killed it. And he killed it in a way that is phenomenal because when we first saw what he looked like, people were decrying that one. Like, oh, he looks stupid. This is dumb. But when he actually appears in the movie, steals the scene. Like, Both times. Both yes, times. Literally... He- 
the uh, the, I mean, right, the kitchen scene in, yes. in Days of Future Past, yes. and then in X Men Apocalypse when he right. saves the mansion, right? And 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 it's to Eurythmics Sweet it's Dreams. So dope. It's <laughs> so amazing. Yeah, like absolutely fantastic. And and so, like when like okay, so as I'm watching the episode, and I'm watching the episode with my daughter first thing in the morning, um, it's clear that they're going to bring Pietro in, right? I had no clue whatsoever. It's clear because they referenced him? Kind of, like the way that they keep talking about, like they, they mentioned him uh, in the previous episode um, when, or a couple episodes before, when uh, Geraldine slash Monica you, did, gets did kicked you out. Have, right, did you have a brother? Right, right. right. And so I was like, ooh, ooh, they're, they're, they're teasing that right there. Um, through this episode when the boys are talking about, you know, can you bring people back from the dead? That was a clear one where I was like, oh, they're going to bring back Pietro. Like, that's going to happen. The question is when. I didn't go there. Wow, oh, so man. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I all thought respect it was to the You brought vision back. That, that, that's how I, that's yeah, what I thought. Yeah, no, no, no. Because I'm like, if you, can, if you can legit bring vision back, he's a synthesoid, so maybe that's not as difficult. But to bring someone back from the dead, the only person I think she would do that for is her brother. So I'm like, okay, let's, let's just see how this plays. And... I've watched it twice already uh, at this point. So seeing her reference Pietro when her sons are asking um, and she's like, yes, he's far away. She never tells them that he's dead. Like she, she doesn't do that. And I thought that was such a very interesting thing. Like it's on a subconscious level, she's trying to bring him back. Um, so when that doorbell rings and I'm like, oh my God, it's Pietro. It's Pietro, I know it's Pietro. Um, but you thought it was going to be the Pietro be from Avengers. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was gonna be Aaron Johnson Pietro, and it was. And not. I, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I, right. I, I never, it never dawned on me that it could have been from the from the Fox right. universe. So just to to backtrack for a second, um, the people in Wandavision mm -hmm. in her her town right. are there against their will, and it's yes, and it's, and it's kidnapping. Right, and Westview is not. A place of love and convenience at all right and they're all under this mind thing and that was amazing when vision kind of frees the one guy and yes. he realizes and he realizes that he's you know in reality and he's in agony and you know that's how vision realizes that this is wrong right and this is this is all wrong and you know so she's she's recruiting people mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know when monica rambeau which by the way we have to also acknowledge the week previous when they unsnap her, yes, unfeather her, yes, yes, yes. At the start of episode four, which was so cool, the wait. way they showed what was going on in the world while wait, 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 the wait. Avengers are fighting Thanos. We got it. We got to live in that moment for a little bit because the internet. I love you guys. Like fans are brilliant and wonderful, but sometimes you guys reach for stuff that is. It's it's adorable, but it's you you didn't think it through, and I need y'all to calm it down. Have what you heard happened? this thing? No. Okay, so based on that episode and seeing that Monica was somebody that was snapped, people immediately jumped to the scene in Endgame where Captain Marvel is fighting Thanos, and she looks like extra angry at him, and everybody's like, "It's because he snapped Monica," and I'm like, "Yeah, but she knows that that dude didn't snap Monica. Like she knows that." Because the dude that snapped Monica, she watched him die already. Like, right, right. that's it's it's such a separate right. no, that's weird not, thing. Right. I need y'all to, to remember, like, this dude didn't do anything yet. Like, she knows that because the dude right. that did it, and and not a lot of time has gone on. 
where since Monica has returned, right. In essence, she has not had a ton of time before this has happened. Right. Now, could uh, Captain Marvel have seen her off screen? I mean, she's Captain Marvel. She could have. Right. She also could have had a conversation with Nick Fury during Tony Stark's funeral. And that's a criticism I will never forget. <laughs> because they're standing right there. Right next to each other. What? And when you find out that that endgame scene, the Tony Stark funeral, it was all green screen and none right. of them were together. That's crazy. And the reason why, and if you recall, and that's mm -hmm. where a lot of this comes to uh, the history, and I'll show you how it ties to Fox. Mm -hmm. This idea that Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson, was not signed for Captain Marvel right. when they filmed Endgame. Right. So they never filmed a reason for them to have a relationship because they, they, they retconned it. They, you yeah. know, don't forget Captain Marvel takes place as a prequel right. to all, all of this. Okay. It's the same th concept for Pietro. Right. Because in Age of Ultron, there is not a consideration that the X-Men will ever be in yeah. the Marvel Universe not and a, lo a legal loophole. Mm -hmm. allowed them to use Quicksilver, even though there was a Quicksilver in Days of Future Past. Right. And that is truly remarkable. And the idea of it very much felt like the crisis on Infinite Earths yep. when Grant Gustin runs into and Ezra Miller. Yes. And they're like, we never intended for you people to know each other, <laughs> but you know each other. So, you know, there's an opportunity. Play and with there's it. There's an opportunity. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Back with more of the Hall of Justice in just a moment, but first a message from our friends at Warner Brothers. Supergirl, the complete fifth season, is out on Blu-ray and DVD. This is the complete season five, and this includes the crisis on Infinite Earths. Supergirl faces threats both new and ancient, and Andrea Rojas becomes a new villain. Jean Jones has a big subplot in this, and there's the return of Lex Luthor. We've been talking about Supergirl since its inception. We absolutely love Melissa Benoist in this series. The Blu-ray features a bonus disc, all five episodes of The Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's from Supergirl, Batwoman, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. Season six is going to be the last year and they're gonna expand it and they're gonna go out with a bang. Season five gets you all set up for that. And we don't know when season six is coming, Season five is the last touch we've had with Supergirl, and this series needs to continue the momentum. Supergirl, the complete fifth season, wherever you can find Blu-ray, DVD, and digital downloads. What's amazing is the ramifications of this portrayal. Um, yes, it's great that, that you know, Evan is here and it's this representation of the Fox X-Men series, but there's something very specific that also translates with this that um, actually affects how everything can move forward. So the question at hand is, or has always been, how do you retcon certain characters interaction to, into the MCU? Because they, you know, based on their storylines, they would have known certain characters or existed at certain times, but we clearly saw that they did not. And that's a that's a big one. Wolverine is a key figure who knew Steve Rogers during World War War Two, right? Like right, uh, right. a couple times they served together, did different missions, what have you. Um, but it couldn't be the Hugh Jackman Wolverine, 
I, theoretically, theoretically, it could not. Um, however, what this shows with Pietro, um, if they're brought over, they change to fit the MCU and their timeline, not holding on to their previous timeline stuff. Because in the X-Men franchise for Fox, uh, Pietro has a sister, but she's not his twin. In fact, she's younger than him, like a lot younger than him. And uh, is like a little kid. So for him to recognize Wanda as his sister means that he has adjusted to their world. And I do believe that um, we've, got the, we've got the secret sauce as to uh, how the term mutant is going to come into play. Um, they keep throwing around this term anomaly, and that's what they're calling the overall uh, event. Right, and that's how supposedly Wanda gets her powers, and they don't call her the Scarlet Witch. And they referenced right. last night that they don't call her the Scarlet. They don't Witch. have a name. She doesn't have a name. See, I I have a counter to 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 what you're oh, saying. Bring it on, bring it on. And it's from my years of watching the CW, mm-hmm. and recently with the Crisis, how Brandon Routh played Ray Palmer and right. Superman. Mm-hmm. What if? she can't bring back the dead Mm -hmm. and she can bring in anybody she wants. What if she brought in Evan Peters who looks like her brother Mm -hmm. and is not that the, the Evan Peters character on the MCU earth isn't Quicksilver, but Mm. in her mind, he, he is Maybe because she saw the X-Men movies. That's funny. Like she watched the movies and brought them over. And that would and, be interesting. And it's, and, and it's stunt casting in that right. they brought him in to be Quicksilver. But if if Vision were to touch him, touch his head, right, he would be like, What the hell am I doing in here? <laughs> I'm Evan Peters. I'm an actor. <laughs> I'm not saying he's Evan Peters, but he could be some other guy. Right, right. What what about that theory? That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Because um, what she she can bring Pietro back. Why wouldn't she bring her brother back? So here's here's my my thought and rationale to that one. So if if the understanding is correct, the fan theory is correct that this is going to lead into the multiverse of madness, the Doctor Strange right. sequel. Um, that we are setting up that there is a multiverse, and this is the easiest way to do that by saying that she pulled Quicksilver slash Pietro, but the closest one to her would be from another reality because hers is gone. And in this, this hexing that she's doing, anything that she does inside the hex is actually real outside of the hex, um, which we saw with, um, with Monica's clothing. Like she changed her clothing um, you know, from Kevlar into this outfit. And when she came out, she was still wearing that clothing. It was real now. So I think anything that she does is is going to maintain so i think that's what it is that's a great response that's why the speculation is just as fun it is it is like and i was annoyed originally that wandavision was doing this this slow you know weekly thing but now i i want time like i i wanted to do this episode i didn't want episode six to be tomorrow right right you know what i mean i wanted to, to speculate about this because it really does set them up for a lot you know, if you if you know what you know about um, the, the Spider-Man uh, mm-hmm. m- movie, you know, and, and think of it in terms of the crisis. I, you know, I would recommend I highly recommend rewatch the crisis if you can. It was it's fun. on. It's all on Netflix now. 
Because, is it really? Oh, okay. Well, but not as a crisis. You have to right, go right, in. You got to go through the different find part right. one in 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 uh, in Arrow or you know whatever they are. Right. Uh, Batwoman is on. And don't even get me started on Batwoman. <laughs> Victor's been doing a magazine while I've been ripping on Batwoman. <laughs> um, but this idea that the crisis when they just labeled Earths. Right. You know, Burt Ward is on Earth sixty six, and uh, right. and and um. Tim Burton's Batman is Earth 89 and, uh, you know, in, in those things is in essence, you can create that world mm-hmm. in Doctor Strange that you could label them any way you want, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and in essence, what you're saying is right, is that you bring Quicksilver over here. Does mm-hmm. that mean you bring Patrick Stewart over here or do you bring James McAvoy, because maybe you bring. Him I think it's McAvoy actually. Younger. Yeah. I, 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 be, because also in that Earth, you retcon time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So technically, X Men: The Last Stand never happened. Right. Ever, ever happened. Um, right, but Dark Phoenix <laughs> did, which is worse. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, I, I think that's the thing that becomes the question is if the characters were alive in our last presentation of them the x-men right they're the ones that are coming over so like um you know because i thought it was fastbender i when 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 the door opened i thought it was fastbender because i thought it was a point that they are they named uh wanda's parents right right and And i think that they're lying but that's a lie because what what i remember is she was uh, uh adopted by them right that's right. why her name is Maximoff. Right. She's adopted by them, and her real father is Eric Lencher. Right. So I thought, I thought that's where that was going, and I thought that was. I mean, that's a good one, and I'm not saying that that's not coming. I'm, I'm specifically saying that I think that the the door opening was Pietro because Pietro is the only one that's existed in both sides. So you start with him, and then you start to see stuff. Um, come you about. didn't think it was him. You didn't think it was that. No, no. I think by you design, thought was, you thought it was. What's yeah. his name? Aaron. Aaron Johnson. Aaron Johnson. Yes. Call, uh, wanting to call him Austin Jackson, who's an <laughs> outfielder for the Tigers, and I, I don't know why. I, and but... You got the AJ's right. You got the AJ's right. <laughs> um, no, they actually did a, a really good job of actually coloring Evan's hair to look like what Aaron's did because Aaron's hair, like though it has the silverish tone, uh, it's layered in a, in a colored way. I've watched age of Ultron so much. Cause I hate that movie. Um, I've watched it so much. <laughs> I, I know what he looks like. Um, so like they did a really good job of, of mimicking what his features look like only to change who it was, which I thought was pretty brilliant. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We'll be back with more of the Hall of Justice, but first, I have to tell you about another podcast I do, and yeah, we talk about it from time to time, but anybody who knows my career knows it's a sports broadcasting career. Yes, I love the Hall of Justice so much. I also started a podcast that is called Sports with Friends. It's a play on words, because my mother always played words with friends. And I thought, wouldn't it be neat to see if I have as many friends in the industry that could come on a show and be open and honest and have a friendly chat? So I started the podcast and said every guest is a friend. But then I found out that some of my friends are in PR and they book guests for the show. They've asked me to put people I'm just meeting. So now every guest is a friend or a friend of a friend. We play Jewish Geography. 
Some of the past guests on this show can be really close friends like Dave Softy Mahler or Andrew Siciliano. And some of them are big icons that are also friends. Ken Griffey Jr. thinks he made my career. Martin Brodeur, the best goalie in the history of the NHL. And we also tackle big topics. We'll find out about cord cutting for a sports fan or the life and death of Kobe Bryant. And then there was Nancy Lieberman's appearance. What a story she had to tell. And then there's Eli Manning, who's been on the podcast five times and counting. All I know is if you listen to Sports with Friends, you'll hear some great guests. You'll hear so many stories, and you'll feel like you know not only them, but me. Check out Sports with Friends wherever you can get your podcasts. If you're listening to this one, I guarantee you, you'll find Sports with Friends right there. What about the Katherine Hahn character? Agnes? But is that Agatha Harkness? That's what I think it is. I think I think she's Agatha Harkness. I think her husband Ralph is Mephisto. Is why well, we've not okay, seen so, him. Okay, so 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 give me the quick um the the the, the 60 second Wizard okay. magazine. Here we uh, go. <laughs> who who is Agatha Harkness and who is Mephisto? Okay, so Agatha Harkness is is a witch who basically was a mentor to Scarlet Witch um helped her learn how to control her powers things like that uh, mephisto is essentially marvel's version of the devil and agatha as a witch was kind of a a disciple of the devils like uh there's this whole thing there's this beautiful story um where where wanda uh, no, I'm not even going to say that because that, that's a spoiler. There's some beautiful stories with Wanda that you guys need to look up. House of M is one of them. Um, Assemble or uh, Avengers Disassembled is another one that you need to check out. That's reading that'll kind of catch you up on a lot of different theories. Um, I think Dottie is uh, Clea, who was uh, Doctor Strange's um, like understudy. Um, that's why I think her her husband um, her husband kind of looks like a, a interesting caricature of Doctor Strange. I think that's who that is, is he's mm. trying to um, affect things. And, and you know, Clea, as his understudy, is trying to, you know, see what she can control and things like that. I think this is going to expand out exponentially um, in terms of the character references. Um, that Avengers Disassembled, I remember seeing like a, like a documentary on it. Mm-hmm. And I remember not buying it because... They first of all, Iron Man, this is pre-movie. Right. And I remember this. Iron Man uh changed his identity. He was uh, a public, like he, yeah, he yeah, had yeah. a secret identity again. Like he yeah. made everybody forget, like they everybody forgot who Iron Man was. <laughs> and I was like, that's stupid. And then Spider-Man got the organic web shooters because yes, of the movie. Time. Because yes. of the movie. Yep. And I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. This is, <laughs> I mean. It's what happens when you know the the multi-billion dollar franchise at the time they weren't but they were you know these big feature films start dictating what should happen in the books because you got to do this price cost analysis thing and says oh you know more people saw the movie so we need to make it more like the movie house of m i remember a lot more yeah house of m was incredible give me the 60 second what's house of m House of M, I mean, it's such a spoiler for WandaVision. House of M is basically post uh, disassembled. This is Wanda, th- This is a modernized version of House of M, right? Yes, yes. It's a, it's a Which is blend an of House story. of M and uh, the Vision 
series uh written by tom king um okay so house of m basically wanda uh creates a, a world of her own where her father magneto got everything that he wanted which kind of put mutants at the tip top uh because she figured if he got what he wanted he would have stuck around and been a good dad like that's the that's the basis of it um and the ramifications of it though are huge huge they're still digging out some of the stuff that happened from house of m now in comics so this idea, you know, there's two theories for WandaVision. That is, number one, she is in control of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But you, I, I have one, one of my theories is you are led to believe she's in control of the right. whole thing. And that uh, Monica Rambeau um, says it too easily. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's all Wanda. It's all Wanda. And I wonder if uh, Agatha Harkness is playing Wanda. I definitely and think she feeding, is feeding and feeding this so that definitely. Wanda is is doing this. But it's like she's not acting of her own volition. Like, right. She looked flat out evil oh when she God. confronts them. And she uh, kudos to Liz Elizabeth Olsen. Right. I mean, that's better than anything. Like even the death scene of vision when she and I thought she was great there. This is much better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I believe in her evil in this one um, without question. Um, I, I do think that she's being she's being manipulated. I think she doesn't understand the manipulation. She's not aware of it. Um, but I do think that it's, so it's happening to her. She this is what she wants. That, yeah, yeah. That she's so unhappy from life. Right. That from losing Pietro and then losing the love of her life. Right. And, you know, and, and being on the Avengers that she's created this fake world. And right. that's why she broke in and stole Vision's corpse and, you know, resurrected him, I guess, yep. with her power. And I love that they kept calling it the Hex. Oh my God. So amazing. So amazing. All I want is the line. This is going to nerd me out, but all I oh, want is it. the line uh, winds of destiny change. It's <laughs> from the 1990s Avengers series. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. That's that, when uh, uh, wonder man uh, gets like knocked unconscious. Wonder I man. think he's going to appear in this wonder man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think, I think his brother grim reaper is the, um, witness protection person that that Agent Wu was talking about. I think he's the thing that that made them look and find out what's going on because he's missing. In the Avengers show, um, Wonder uh, they uh, Ant Man creates uh, Vision. No, right. Ultron conv- it, it, Ultron creates Vision, creates but Ant Man created yeah creates but, Ultron. But but uh, uh, Ant Man figures a way to get Wonder Man's consciousness into mm-hmm. the robot. And that's how Vision gets created. And Vision winds up falling in love with Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Ar- arguably because... this awful accent. <laughs> arguably because Wonder Man has an affinity for Scarlet Witch. So there's this question of, does Vision actually love her? Or is it an imprint from Wonder Man that he's just carrying forward? Because that's MCU, what it is. Uh, it's Jarvis. Right, right. And they have this affinity because it's the mind stone for both of them. So that's the thing that might connect them and, and make them this couple thing. Wow. Right. Wow. Right. So much. So, so much. What a cool show. What a really cool show. Yeah. Um, one of the criticisms was the first two episodes made no sense and I didn't have any interest. And what I had said uh, was that, don't forget, because of COVID, Mm-hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be the first one. Right. And that if you were watching the episodes one and two and even parts of three 
of WandaVision after a satisfying Falcon and Winter Soldier, fine. you would have been like, okay, this is weird, but I need to know what's going on. Right. This is essentially the first Marvel anything since Spider-Man Far From Home. That's right. That's right. And I think that anybody that said that this show was too slow, that is actually what they're saying is for the amount of time that we had to wait for content, the first two episodes aren't enough. And it's one thing if you're a devotee and you're like, no, 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 it's going to be great. That's fine. It's great that you have that faith. But you but only did that because of your loyalty to the to the, to the exactly. MCU, not exactly. to the show. The show didn't earn it on its own. It did not. Not in those first two episodes after so long. Like, it's a context sort of situation. After so long of not having anything, um, those first two were not enough. Now, based on timing, you know, I would argue that they probably could have given us the first three and it would have been one fine. shot in yeah. one shot that would have been fine but I, I i completely agree give us the first three right. let us have one week of what the hell is this thing but yes. then have, give me the second week of pay it off right and then we're we're in we're set we're hooked um there was a huge risk for the way that they did it that that getting those first two episodes people aren't loving it they're not vibing and they cut it off and then this moment that we had you know with episode five doesn't play well because nobody's watching like that was that's a huge risk for how long like it they they got very lucky that you know people did stick around to hear but that's so marvel i know i know i'm just i fear that they're going to do this one time too many and it's not going to work out and it's going to kill everything well the question that i guess we we can put a bow on this with Mm -hmm. is did does do you think this satisfies enough because it's going to be a while before you get Dr. Strange. And don't forget the movies aren't on this, this line. I mean, the movies are black widow, which is a prequel, which Mm -hmm. I don't care about. And uh, the Eternals, Eternals, which is supposed to have nothing to do with any of this. Um, This storyline, if it leaves you just hanging, if it basically just goes to black like the Sopranos and they play Journey and don't stop believing and then that that's it. If they if they if they do that and it's not satisfying, you're gonna get a lot of angry nerds. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, like, almost pay this point- off, pay this off, Mandalorian style. You got and it. And then, but tease it so that it sets up and makes all the non-believers now race to Doctor Strange whenever it comes out. Right. Right. Like that's, that's the job. Like that is literally the job Um, much in the same way that the end of Avengers in 2012 had that little tease of Thanos to the point where when I say tease, they didn't have, that was not Josh Brolin. Okay. Like they didn't have him cast yet. It was just enough to say that this is on the horizon, but we had gotten plenty of satisfying stories up until that point. So you can do that then. Right. I wouldn't do in that the Avengers, this. right? In the Avengers movie, you're not thinking, "Oh, there's got to be more." Right, right. If anything, right. the the criticism of Age of Ultron is that it's too um, video gamey. Mm. If you remember our review of Age of Ultron? It was too like they they, they freeze frame, right? And the the fight scenes are very dramatic, and that it opens up with the credits with them in the woods, right? And it's just a big uh here this is marvel like let's let's see what we can do right and but and the storyline is not they didn't have to do that yeah yeah no the storyline for age of ultron is not strong is one of my biggest complaints like where but you where, had a lot of material there like you could have yes, made it better 
you you absolutely could have like you know all the, okay so here are the retcon things that i said that should have happened because age of ultron should have been the culmination of phase two marvel just like avengers was the culmination of phase one everything that happened had a point of reference in avengers uh age of ultron like the the algorithm that um hydra had created to figure out targets that should have been ultron like carry that stuff over right, into right, right. you know the story the like they soldier, didn't do that yeah yeah so yeah. It's, it's funny how like they're and they're not going back but they are going back like right. they and, and they, they've opened up this can of worms. And now you just kind of wonder, you know, where this is all going. Because in a year, in 2021, mm -hmm. you have a chance to see Tobey Maguire and some of the X-Men. Yes. So three universes combined. Converged. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And all I can say is, God, I, I couldn't text you sooner. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what are you doing now? Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. I was jumping around in my in my living room. Uh, while that's I was crazy. Yeah, it's that's crazy. Uh, similar to Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like it's similar. Yeah. Although I'm wondering, like, because they're saying that they're gonna have a Luke Skywalker moment, and, and that's, that's this is this isn't it. I don't think it is. I don't yeah. think it is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I've been wrong. You know, my guess was Fastbender. You know. I mean, the season ain't over. But my 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 you know my hook was. The, the the feathers when they started right. recreating these people and yeah that was just amazing. the idea of that and just to, the idea to revisit that yeah was like it's almost like marvel's going remember us right we're still here <laughs> we're hey still here hey. Mm -hmm. and we still, still know how us. to get you you still love us and the fact that you have in this the fbi agent from ant-man the scientist from thor Yes. And the girl, the little girl from Captain Marvel. Yes. Like all together. Brilliant. And what this has become, that's what comics used to be. Yep. Yep. Comics, you would pick up a comic, you would read a Spider-Man comic, and the next thing you know, Reed Richards would show up. Yeah. And you wouldn't yeah. know why. And you're like, wait, what, Reed Richards from, you're like, yeah, from, from Fantastic Four. Right. He's here. And he's, he's giving a talk at Midtown High, and this is how they're going to meet. Right. And it's it, and it's just like you you would do that and yep. you know when in in this spider-man and give a shout out to john semper mm -hmm. who had the first marvel universe when spider-man had a mutant problem and he goes to charles <laughs> xavier and he's like, what the hell he's and like, he I'm, has I'm to mutating. fight a secret war and he's going i remember iron man and oh my god amazing amazing it's amazing so uh, kudos to them kudos to the uh wizardworld.com yes yes that's how Visit you do that. it Yes, uh, there's going to be a signature subscription series popping off. Uh, sign up for that. You guys are going to want that. All right. All the details. We'll put whatever details he gives us in the show notes. And if it never happens, like I said, just look at the dark web. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blame Wanda. Blame Wanda if it doesn't Blame happen. Wanda. Blame Wanda. She forgot this whole thing. <laughs> All right. We will have Victor will be back. We will continue to have some great podcasts coming up in the future. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This has been like a breaking news edition. This is this has been like, what in the world are they going to do with WandaVision? <laughs> That's what the Hall of Justice is. Believe it or not.